Thank you for listening to Two Girls, One Plant. We're your hosts, Madison. And Jillian. And this week, we're talking about the genus Philodendron. Coming out of the garage of Jolted Media Studio. How's your week been? Good. How about yours? You know, I can't complain, honestly. Busy, but good. Yeah? What's been new? What's, what's keeping you busy in life? Oh, man, I'm working super hard. It's like I actually got to harvest a bunch of plants today at work, which was fun. I saw your IG story. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I was yeah. a happy camper. Was that your first time harvesting yeah. at work? Okay. Yeah, normally I'm like trimming or defanning right. and like doing that kind of stuff. And harvesting is more of a boy's job. So they send <laughs> like two or three of them to go harvest. And they yeah. use like, you know, big pliers and all kinds of, you know, bullshit to take all the trellis and everything off. Um, okay. But today my manager let me and Kat, this other girl that works there, literally do the harvest ourselves Aww. all day. Okay. It was so fun. We killed it. How big How big are those plants? They're like really big, honestly. One of them was taller than me. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I think that's the picture you had, right, where it was like freaking huge. It was huge. And there yeah. were some that were bigger than that. What What kind did you tra- or, uh, harvest? Um, we harvested all kinds of stuff, like chem dog, apple sherbet, okay. um, wonder dog, um, let's see, Traystar, Everglue, which is basically Dang. ever jet fuel. Okay. Um, yeah, we had, I had a huge list. We had a lot of stuff we had to take Damn, down. Damn, girl. Yeah. She's out here harvesting. It was fun, man. I'm not going to lie. It was really fun. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, like, super jealous. <laughs> You're going to have to, like, pass your knowledge on to me when I start growing. I'm going to start growing here, like, in the next month. That's exciting. So wish me luck. I want to grow at home, too. <laughs> like, in the spring when it starts yeah. to get a little warmer out. We'll see. Yeah, that's about when I was thinking. Right? Maybe we could do like a future episode talking about our yeah. journey with cannabis, but growing it, That'd not be smoking fun. it. <laughs> I like it. How have your plants been? They've been good. Um, so I know a few episodes ago we talked about like um top tips for beginners. And we mm-hmm. mentioned I mentioned like the grow lights. Yeah. That I use and it's been a while now. And I love those grow lights. They're yeah. amazing. Oh, my God. Um, if you can go back, it's episode two. The link is in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Buy them if you're looking for grow lights because, honestly, it has helped my plants so much, put Damn. out so much new growth. Um, everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. I just did a huge pruning day the other day, um, and I was expecting everything to be, like, dead or <laughs> a lot worse off. And surprisingly, everybody was, like, flourishing. Um my Thai constellation has put out two new leaves in the last month. Wow. What? In like, January. In That's January. great. And it's in Lekka. Mind you, it is in Lekka. Um, and it's just directly under a grow light. And it's so happy there. So I'm just like have all this wonderful growth. And I posted about it on my story the other day, like all these new little baby leaves coming up. And I just was shocked what was putting out new growth and, like, so fast. That's awesome. So I was, like, a proud mama. I'm, like, my baby sees. <laughs> so that's me and my plants. I'm, like, super excited. All my philodendrons are doing amazing. And I'm getting more philodendrons. So and that's what we're talking about tonight. So I'm it is. About it. <laughs> and there's so much to talk about. It's such a big genus and it's so popular. Yeah, totally. And I think – Philodendron 2 is also, like, an umbrella term. Um, I know you did some research. Mm-hmm. Um, philodendron versus, 
what is matafilms? Matafilms. The matafilms. Yeah. So wait, say it again. <laughs> so, wait. so they're the matafilms. The the matafilms. Yeah. Yeah. The matafilm. Okay, I've never heard of this, so I'm curious for you to teach me about this. Yeah, sure. Like, I'm gonna start there. Let's yeah, do I mean, it. me as well. So basically, originally there was only one one plant within the thematophyllum variety. It was okay. discovered by this guy, and he was like, it's too different from philodendron to be classified okay. as one. But long story short, no other plants really fit it. Um, every other plant went under philodendron, mm-hmm. and even those that were misclassified were still under philodendron. And as we know, a lot of plants get misclassified because of the way the aeroids grow within that family. Yeah. So. And we were going to talk about that, too. Yeah, absolutely. So... Within the last, like, maybe three or four years now, they've been able to do more genetic research mm-hmm. and have been able to genetically differentiate between philodendron and thematophyllum. Okay. But I also learned that one of the signifying features of a thematophyllum is that their as their leaves fall off, it forms a trunk. What? So, <laughs> it, wait, what? It forms a trunk. So... If you picture, like, a, you know, full-grown thematophyllum uh, bipedifolium, mm-hmm. which used to be a philodendron, as the leaves fall off, they leave oh, a hunk where the leaf was. Okay. And as it gets big and matures, it actually leaves a trunk in its yes. place. So okay. the very first picture I posted of myself on the Two Girls, One Plant podcast Instagram page is of me sitting on a mature thematophyllum bipenifolium. Yes. So you can check it out. Those are like super common, especially in Florida. Super common. Like, They're all over the place. I always wondered that. Yeah. Like, because we're both from Florida mm-hmm. and like see them all over there. And I was like, gosh, that's so weird because those are aeroids. Those are yeah. philodendron. And, but they're, they have a stalk. They have a, the, a trunk. Like a like, literal trunk. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, is that part of the philodendron? Well, I guess, oh, it's a philodendron. And okay. Wh- nope. Wow. Yeah. So that's a genus, right? The matophyllum is the genus? I believe. So. If philodendron is a genus, then the yeah. matophyllum is. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can wow. it and double check, but yeah, it's pretty cool. So technically, you know, the, the reason it was changed was because of genetic testing, uh-huh. but that's a big signifier. Okay. So that just like blew tell. my mind. Cause like this whole time I'm like, oh yeah, philodendron. And, and I feel like that happens too all the time. Oh, I might be thinking of a bipanatophetum, but that's okay. Instead of a, uh, whatever I said, the matophyllum bipanatophetum. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which used to be the philodendron cellum, like the hope cellum. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So that's a thematophyllum. Oh my god. I do that one up really quick. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, my mind's been kind of blown by this. Like, yeah, cool, right? It's kind of like when, um, what was it? Sansevieria became Dracaena's, and everybody's like, weird. Okay, weird, and you're like, what? I know some people are like super against this. Yeah, I <laughs> and know. Protesting, and they might protest this. Which um, is a little silly. It's like the protesting Pluto science. being a dwarf planet. Like I get it. Like you're upset for Pluto, but Pluto doesn't care. I promise. Like, <laughs> yeah, go listen to our Green Witch episode. 
we talk about it with Ella. <laughs> Ella's like, no, she's a planet. I she's know. a big bitch. <laughs> she will obliterate us. <laughs> I just think that was so cute. <laughs> I love that episode. Anyway, Go listen to episode four. Science evolves, y'all. It does. So we're, the genuses have changed. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let's talk. And we'll, we can still umbrella it because I think it's still an umbrella. Philodendron mm-hmm. is still technically an umbrella term. And the care is very similar. Very similar. Very similar characteristics. So we can kind of group them together. Um, and we're going to break it down from like a scientific standpoint. First, I'm very sciencey today. I'm super excited for you to go through this. So we know that the kingdom is a plant. Kingdom is plant. Of course. But what is the order, Madison? Okay. Well, Julian, it's Alice Matully. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I had it right she before. She did this. it really good before we started Alice recording, Ma- too. Alice Matully's. I like it. That sounds Alice good. Alice Matully's. <laughs> Which is the order. So that means that they're flowering plants and they're mostly tropical or aquatic. So that can be a huge variety of different plants across the world. It's, yeah, um, no kidding. So they have to be flowering, though. Okay. So that means th- that's kind of interesting to think about. There's another order out there that's non-flowering. So that's kind of interesting. I mean, that's about. from, like, lily pads to poinsettias. Like, yeah. that's really... Yeah, I wonder. I would like to look into that more. Future episode. Um, (laughs) And then next is family. And I can never say this word. So this one I can do. This one's Eraceae. Is say it how again? a voice said it. Eraceae. Eraceae. That's how you say it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I heard it. And this is the same. Okay, so it's still a flowering plant, but these flowering plants have a spadex. So it's like philodendron, anthurium. Correct. Like that. Mm-hmm. Um, peace lily, mm-hmm. like those, again, all the spadix. And that's how it is reproduced naturally mm-hmm. in the wild. And there's about 3,800 species of these, which is crazy <laughs> to think no about. Um, and then subfamily is aroidiae. <laughs> that's how I would say it based on the last one. <laughs> right. Um and that has three different little categories. Well, yeah, three different. Wait, hold on. Yeah, three different categories yeah. because one of them is kind of split. Yes. So you have your epiphytics, which is like what people popularly think of mm-hmm. as philodendron. And those are just plants that grow in trees above the ground floor. They grow up in the canopy and basically mm-hmm. live on mm-hmm. other plants. Yep. And it takes in nutrients from the air Mm -hmm. the tree the soil water like anything around its environment it takes everything in pretty much so that's epiphytic and then there's how do you say this i would say hemi-epiphytic yeah that sounds right hemi-epiphytic yeah and those are there's two different varieties Mm -hmm. but the term itself basically means that it spends half of its life epiphytically is that a word I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it one. We're scientists. Um, and half of its life on the ground. Mm-hmm. And that can be split into two categories. Some of them start mm-hmm. in the canopy. Some mm-hmm. of them start on the ground. Yep. And they both travel in the opposite direction throughout their life as they mature. Correct. Yeah. And then the last one is terrestrial, which yeah. isn't like super common. Um, you find these, it's kind of similar to epiphytic. Um, and it's more, um, 
I'm pretty sure orchids, if I'm not mistaken. So some orchids are terrestrial and yeah. some are epiphytic. Yeah. So um, like the ones you buy at the supermarket are epiphytic, mm-hmm. but the like jewel orchids are terrestrial. Yes. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Ludicias are terrestrial, things okay. like that. Okay. And then that brings us to our genus, philodendron. Cool. Yeah. So kind of a little science background and how everything's classified. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just helps you to break it down piece by piece by piece. And we're going to talk about species a little bit later. Um, we'll break it down even more. But we'll start with just some characteristics on the genus. Yeesh. So like what are some things you can expect from plants in this genus? So biggest thing, 100%, is the leaves. So philodendrons are known for having a huge leaf variety as far as size, shape, color. Um, but the number one characteristic is that they, when they're young, their juvenile leaves are entirely different from their adult leaves. Uh, really great examples is going to be like your um, like your pothos, for instance, those, and that's not a philodendron per se, but you know how like they'll climb like a trellis and they get bigger leaves mm-hmm. or get fenestrations um, even. Monster deliciosa or monster anisonii. Um, they have really small leaves or they're really narrow or they don't have any fenestrations, uh, which is uh, holes in them. Um, as they get larger and start growing their adult leaves, that's when they start to fenestrate. That's when the leaf shape may change. That's when their color may change. Um, and that is probably like the biggest difference that you can see with yeah. a philodendron is definitely the leaves. Yeah. Um, and most people don't really see that as house plants because yeah. they're usually grown in really small pots. They're not given the opportunity to mature mm-hmm. based on the environment that it's yep. in and the care it's being given, yep. which is okay. They're still alive and happy. They're just not going to mature. So right. you don't often see different leaf shapes for philodendron yeah. at home so yeah. much as you would out and about. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like, no, that's, yeah, that's definitely, cause like our, sorry, but our homes aren't like the best conditions They're really not to thrive like they would in nature. Um, and that process that's called metamorphosis. So kind of similar to butterflies, which I mm-hmm. found really fascinating, <laughs> yeah. uh, it goes through the same scientific change. Um, it's not as prominent as a butterfly. It is gradual. So you will start to see, oh, this leaf now has one fenestration. This next leaf has another one, or this one has different colors. So it's just an ongoing process for this. Um, and then biggest thing that helps with the leaf change is we talked about epiphytic type philodendron. So as they're, you know, they start on the ground, let's say. And that's where their seed is planted. They have roots in their soil, but they start to climb, mm-hmm. right? So as they're climbing up the tree, they have very small juvenile leaves. And as they get higher and they're reaching for the light, as soon as they hit that light um, to the top of the canopy, that's when their adult leaves start really going through. Right. Um, and then just the opposite. If the seed starts up in the canopy on like a branch – and it grows and it lives in the branches, but it needs nutrients. And that's when it starts to travel down mm-hmm. and go down. And then it gets its nutrients and then it starts growing. It's Yeah, and its roots adult. will start to find the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's aerial roots. Mm-hmm. Aerial roots. Yeah. So uh, we see aer- – do you have aerial roots on any of yours? 
Yeah, a few of mine. My moonshine has like irregular roots all <laughs> over it. Um, I don't know what its issue is. It's like constantly putting out aerial roots. Those um, are so fun. They're like yeah. chunky little <laughs> dudes. They're like little fingers side. like yeah. poking out of the pot. Like looking. I always feel like it's looking for extra nutrients. Like yeah. it's not happy. Yeah. Which I know isn't the case for most of them. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's so funky. Like I just want to push them back in. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be gross. But it looks like a zit to me when they first come out. <laughs> I just want to like want to pop it. Nose. <laughs> you see that? They look like little nubbins, you know. I'm gross. I watch Dr. Pimple Popper too much. I'm still subscribed. <laughs> yeah, I got um, through like five seconds. Of that do you watch her? I got through like five seconds. I was like, oh, I might learn some skincare. And then I got through five seconds of it. And I was like, this is not skincare. <laughs> okay, when a video is titled Popping Blackheads on Old Man in the Office. Oh my God. But I mean, some of the pimples on there are like juicy. They're, they're, <laughs> they are something else. The juicy ones? They're like planets. All right. We're going to get back to philodendron. Welcome back to Two Girls, One Zit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to Philo. Back to Philo. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> off topic. Um, aerial roots. They look like zits. That's great. But <laughs> but for aerial, so, <laughs> uh, we're we're five. Um, <laughs> good. So there's there's two type of root systems. So we talked about the aerial roots, and then there's how do you say it? it's subterranean roots? Yeah, yeah. So that's just your common roots that are. You know, in the soil, grow in the soil, take up nutrients. Very similar to your area roots. Um, you mentioned they come out of the nodes or the inner mm-hmm. nodes. Yep. Um, and they just cling on for dear life to the trees, yep. rocks, whatever environment they're in. Literally whatever they can grab onto. And yeah. in people's homes, it's more like trellises, moss yeah. poles. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen people tuck them, like, around their doorways. They'll have, yeah. like, chordatum philodendrons, like, hanging around windows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've heard people in Florida, they call them crawlers because they literally just, like... <laughs> With their arrow roots just, like, crawl from, like, lawn to lawn, and they're, like, more of a nuisance down there. (laughs) So they call them crawlers because of it, and they just, like, ruin your yards because they're just crawling and, like, rooting with their arrow roots and their subterranean roots just, like, like a spider almost, like, all over. They are all over Florida. Yeah, like, people, like, I feel like in Florida have machetes in their home (laughs) just for those plants, like, seriously, because, like, they're a nuisance down there, which is crazy to think about. They're everywhere. They're so coveted. I know, up here they are. (laughs) So what are your three most coveted philodendron? Ooh, okay. I'm really curious. My faves, um, my top three faves is definitely philodendron micans because they look like little hearts and they're velvety to the touch. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Ring of Fire because I love that it is very like... like serrated? Serrated, yeah. yeah I almost like said edges. chainsaw, but that doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> serrated sides, and it has these splotches of uh, orange that, like, comes out um, in yeah, the, the variegation. variegation on those is really oh lovely. And then white knight. I love my white knight. The white goes all through the 
uh, stem into the leaf and like and then when it's coming out with a new leaf on the stem you can like see this beautiful white stripe go through the new leaf and mm. that's what's so funny about like philodendron when they come out it looks like that meme of like Cinderella's stepsister oh my god that glass slipper we'll post that on yes, our story <laughs> her foot like getting yeah. stuck those is do- exactly <laughs> what it looks like those are so funny what about you what's your top three top three faves top three so this is hard um this probably changes pretty often but for right now my top three would be my hammerhead golds just because i really love like funky leaf shapes like Mm -hmm. pedatums and stuff like that my brandy the brand I'm actually not 100% sure. I just call it Brandy. I'm like, hey, Brandy, what up, girl? Everybody knows what it is. (laughs) The silver looking Um, one. The silver looking one. (laughs) But I'll I'll probably post a picture of that one too with the Cinderella foot because it's (laughs) putting out like four or five leaves and it's not even doing them properly. They're like all over the place, (laughs) stuck together. That's that's why I love them. I I do love it. It's dorky and cute. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll see how it does in the spring. Mm -hmm. And then. I'm going to say the Squamiferum just because I just saw one. This curl I was hanging out with just bought one. And it has the cool leaf shape and it has the fuzzy petiole. And I just... <gasps> yes! I just love it. So, I know what you're talking about. They're really cute. I want a fuzzy philodendron. Yeah. I, so. With the... St- oh, they're like... They look like little hairs. Get out of here right so now cute. with it. It's so cute. Oh, I want one. Yeah. That's the same girl that got the varicosum. Oh. She got the varicosum and the squamiferum. It was a fuzzy day. Oh, my God. I know. I love that. I know. It was fun. She had a really good time. Like, Garrett showed us his, he was selling a piece of his squamiferum. Mm -hmm. She bought a piece. Jealous. I'm not going to lie. I've been thinking about it. I'm like, that's a really nice plant. (laughs) Dang. That's really cool. So it's one of my top three right now. That's cool. So those are our faves. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about um, like common ones that you can find pretty easily in your plant shops and nurseries. Yeah, like the heartleaf philodendron that heart we mentioned. Super cute. Um, Brazils. Brazils are all over super the place. Super common. Very, always variegated anywhere you go. Yeah. Um, which is fun. They're pretty. Um, it's like the heartleaf, but with a dash of color. A yeah. little bit of lime in there. Yeah. Uh, Prince of Orange. Prince of Orange is Red really Emerald, mm-hmm. um, Hopes, Enjoys, Xanadus are fun. Are Enjoys philodendron? Mm-hmm. So there's Enjoy Pothos, and then and there's Enjoy philodendron. philodendron. Ooh. Yeah. I have to go look that up. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting where, like, a lot of species have, like, the same uh, common name. Yeah. And I'm sorry we don't have any of these Latin names pulled up, but I don't know if you've been listening to our podcast, but, like, we can barely pronounce shit struggling through a lot of them here (laughs) so we're using common names and we hope it's common enough where it's common in your areas because common names vary so much um they do so and then let's talk rare ones let's talk about the big daddy real quick all right two thousand dollar one you You say you say it that uh the spirit is skank spirit is skank skank i hate myself it's like sancti sancti spirit is sancti yeah, Got it. Spirit of Sancti. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah, that thing is a monster. Yeah. I still can't get over that picture. I know we've t- mentioned it before, but, like, that picture with that, like, guy, I think. It's a guy, I believe. Yeah, holding the massive oh plant. And that's, like, the holy grail. Like, yeah. you can't really find 
No, there anywhere. are more now. I think they're being propagated by tissue culture. Oh, wow. Um, last I saw in a video from NSC Tropical, so they're probably mm. like a couple hundred in the world now instead of, yeah. you know, the small handful that there were before. Yeah, I'm sure it was because people saw that photo and were like, okay, we need this. Yeah. And then it just became in demand. Well, there's so much money to be made for people that can make it happen oh yeah absolutely i mean if i had a plant like that i'd be like here's a cutting oh by the way it's five hundred dollars and there's people out there who would pay for it absolutely me being one of them (laughs) i know it's like (laughs) i just want my poor man's spirit of sanctity (laughs) my adapapa onesie (laughs) i love that one (sighs) that one's so fun i still have a cutting for you Ooh, yeah i still have it I, I keep forgetting it. it every time I see Jillian, everybody. I'm, like, the worst friend ever. But I literally have a cutting of it for her. That's Fine. what it is to me. It's, like, the poor man's spiritist. It is. It really is. It's enough for me. <laughs> um, and then there's the uh, Bro Marks Fantasy, which is, like, the variegated Bro Marks. That one's really pretty. Yeah. Uh, Florida Beauties. Yep. Those are super popular, and they're gorgeous. The variegated mm-hmm. ones are absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, melanocrisis? Melanocrisms. Chrysums. Mm-hmm. That one's rare. Those are stunning, too. But you can still find those. You can find them. They're yeah. just not super cheap. But yeah. But, like, they're not crazy expensive. They're just, yeah. you know, We're looking at not your average house 30, plant. $30, $35, maybe $40, yeah, Maybe, right? like, 40 Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, depending on the size. Like mm-hmm. a Gloriosum, too. Oh, love Gloriosums. Those, yeah. like... Um, you know Brittany, right? Yeah, yeah. she came to your house for <laughs> plant swap. Sorry, Brittany. Um, she gave so. Okay, story time. So she <laughs> was driving up. She saw a post on Facebook Marketplace, and this gal had like philodendron birkins and gloriosums, like all these different Ooh. type of philodendrons that are like not really common. Yeah, birkins and birkins. And it was in boulder and she messaged me and she was like hey i'm gonna run up here and pick up a few birkins and gloriosum do you want me to pick you up anything Ooh. and i was like hells yeah yeah right so i was like i just want a gloriosum i'm good on a birkin right now i really have been wanting a gloriosum for a long time so i was like i trust you pick out whichever one she Picked it out for me, and we met at Nick's, and because that's where we do all our plant swaps, her and I. <laughs> and um, yeah, she gave me a gloriosum. I Venmoed her, and I yeah. Ooh. So I love that. I love that. Like people, especially in like our little mm-hmm. like group of friends and community, like we all look out for each other and like cuttings. Oh, and, absolutely. Like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm driving to Foco to pick up this elbow. Do you want me to get you one while I'm out there? You can Venmo me. Yeah. Like you oh, better believe God. I have two philodendron mikins sitting at home ready yeah. for. I- think justice okay yeah um he's coming to the plant swap so Aww. she can pick those up yeah that's awesome she gotta pick them up when somebody needs I know, it i know i love that mm-hmm. i love that um and we talked about pink princesses super popular so, i think that's probably like super one of the find. most it's up there sought after yep one they're just so hard to find they like people are. buy them as soon as they're available yeah uh silver swords are really becoming super trendy right now um, I think they're becoming a little bit, I wouldn't say like common, but more, but not rare. They're just like more uncommon to find. They're a little more accessible, which yeah. is good. Yeah. And then there's painted ladies. Those are super cute. Those are beautiful. Their little stalks are pink. Um, and it's like a light lime green leaf. Um, and then white knights or no, I have a white knight, white wizards. White wizards. And white wizards 
are different from white knights because the white wizard, gosh, the leaves have the white variegation, but not in the stock. Where the white knight has the white in the stock and the leaf. I'm pretty sure that's right. And I think the white wizard tends to get bigger leaves. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. But that's it. I have a white knight. And that's what I've noticed when I've done my research. So, yeah. Yeah. They're I beautiful. I, I I think philodendron's like my favorite. I have like, so many type. of them just because they're pretty easygoing. Like, they once are. Once you get the right medium, the right humidity, yeah. like they're pretty happy. Yeah. And they like more like chunky soil. Yeah. I use, I actually linked it in that same episode, the top tier, mm-hmm. top care tips mm-hmm. maybe i should just link the lights and the soil in this <laughs> one too i'll probably link it below but yeah i use like an orchid mix mm-hmm. basically that's like chunky bark charcoal yeah. perlite mm-hmm. i saw like a youtube video where people mix in like broken pizza broken pieces of pottery like yeah. literally anything to make the soil nice and chunky because they're epiphytic so they really don't live in the soil they don't no. like heavy house plant soil mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't like to have their feet wet. Nope. They like to be dry. So it's okay to like kind of scale back on the watering with them. I would say like for most of them, start with once a week. Yeah. I'll like soak mine for like 10 or 15 minutes once or twice a week, depending on how they're doing. I'll like lift the pot to see how heavy it is. Mm Mm-hmm. And because you can't really use a moisture meter because of how chunky the soil is. Oh. So if you lift the pot, you get a really good idea of how much water is in it based on how Mm. heavy it is. So when it starts to get lighter, I'll go ahead and water it again. And Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It works. I like that. And then most of them, they don't like direct light and they can like survive in like low light, dark spaces because a lot of them live below the canopies. Right. But a lot of them are still stretching for that light and growing towards the light. Mm-hmm. So when it gets towards that light, like, it should be more so, like, indirect. I agree. I like bright indirect light. Yeah, definitely. And, like, when they're the leaves are typically darker, um, that means that it can just withstand darker light. Lower light, light yeah. Much. Darker light. That's such an oxymoron. <laughs> Dark what light, what? <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. And uh, anything with variegation is always going to want a little mm-hmm. more. So like your white nights and things like that might like yeah. a little extra light. Yep. And they're easy to propagate. You just cut it at the node, stick it in water. Yeah. Like four weeks later, you have a new plant. And mm-hmm. all of us plant lords love free plants. And we right? love treating with our friends to get more plants. All That's how this all works, people. It's a vicious cycle. We love it. <laughs> it really is, though. Cool. And awesome. I would say humidity, too, is the only thing I would add. Yes. Some of them are fine with low humidity, like the philodendron Brazil. Yeah. You know, it's fine anywhere in your house. But, um, like, my Prince of Orange will put out, like, kind of crispier leaves if there's not humidity. Yeah. You know, they kind of get stuck. In I've the noticed sheath. that, like, when they're unfurling their Cinderella foot, mm-hmm. they, like, need a lot of help. I usually spray them. Yeah. I'll just hose it down with my spray bottle. And, like, I found that that kind of helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, having a humidifier will help, too. Yeah. Um, nothing crazy. But I've noticed like that. 50 to 60 percent is mm-hmm. nothing crazy. But. Yeah. When I haven't missed them, I've noticed that they will put out, like, they'll either be kind of small or have, like, little brown yeah, spots. Exactly. Or they're kind of, like, crispy. They're just a little crispier. They're not as happy looking. Yeah. They're like a little crinkly. Yeah. 
Yeah. I've noticed that. You're like, oh, my baby, she's going to be born. And then, like, it comes out and you're like, what the hell? Like, what did I do? It's I'm so, so sad. <laughs> Birth defect. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Yeah. So humidity, definitely. Because these guys live in, like, um, common areas is, like, the, like, tropical areas of, like, the mm-hmm. Americas. Um, I found out they're not indigenous to Asia. Like, no, e- at all. Yeah, like Eastern Asia and like Australia. Huh. They came over, they're like um, alien to those like parts of the world. Interesting. I had no idea. And that's where yeah, like most either. of our like coveted philodendrons come from. Is yeah, a lot of them do come out of Asia. Like, Thailand and Singapore and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really interesting in my that findings. That is interesting. So. I know that they're all over South America and all over yes. like Central America and the Caribbean, mm-hmm. which includes florida because yeah it's basically part of the caribbean yeah and that's another place that we get our you know beloved plants from too in mm-hmm. our homes so yeah yeah that was pretty good i think yeah. that's pretty complete look at philodendron definitely and if there's a genus you guys want us to talk about in the future hoyas would be fun and theriums um maybe begonias begonias is a great one so if there's one you guys want us to talk about please let us know on our instagram posts we would love to know like what you think and what other genus we should talk about yeah what's popular what are you guys into like let's hear it so we can do some research yes cool awesome thank you all for listening make sure to follow us at two girls one plant podcasts we're on instagram and facebook and the podcast and all of our episodes are up on soundcloud yes and follow our um individuals yeah absolutely you can find them down in the show notes below Mm -hmm. thank you all for listening we really appreciate it bye bye